0: Yo! What's up, everyone? Welcome to the latest episode of the Tipping Point Podcast. I am Caesar Walker. No, you are on ten. It's who you are. What's your name? I'm Roddy Catcher. <laughs> and we want to thank everyone for following us on SoundCloud. For liking the episodes. We just want to give you guys a shout out. Continue to do that. Encourage other people that you think would like our podcast. That you confidently would think would like our podcast. I would think. Uh, Share it. And uh, be on the lookout. We're, We're actually going to... Hit social media Ooh, soon. You're making it official, Walker. Not a, it was coming. Okay, you're coming. speaking on it though. Yeah, I'm like speaking it to existence. Like that's it. what I'm. I, you know, you, you know, if you can't can't see it or say it, then it's not going to happen, right? That's True. So that's true. be on the lookout. That's coming soon. We're going to have, uh, yeah, we're going to provide all that for you in the future. So that's coming. But in the meantime, thank you for your support, uh, guys. We know. Let's go ahead and get the show started. Get we know. Alright, we've been gone way too long. Yes. Way too long. And it's a it's a justifiable reason for it. Uh Gatry just got better things to do at his time other than sit here and talk to me and with you guys about relevant topics. Ain't that right, Gat? <laughs> no. <laughs> can, can I ask you a question? Go can, for it. Who grips the mic and likes to kill their friends? Um it used to be Jay Z, um, but he's he's grown up now. Uh, I'm gonna keep asking you this until you give me the right the right answer. By the way, so it's not me. Oh, okay. Let's talk about you. I mean, wh- how, okay. How come we haven't? How, how can come we-, we haven't done a podcast in over two years? <laughs> just, it felt like two years. Well, you know, y'all y'all know I'm an open book. I'm vulnerable. Um hey this- hold up, hold up. Let's redirect you real quick because you're about to give us the long story. You want me to just mute this mic and you just <laughs> Can you do that? <laughs> you promise? <laughs> no, no, no. No, seriously. Uh Gatry is in the running for dad of the year because he's a coach now. Coach Gat. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, I mean this is nothing new. You talked about this in the podcast? We've talked about it because I coach basketball this summer. I don't even remember that. I promise I don't even remember that you bringing that up. Who grips the... Never mind. I did, no, I just didn't... Re- I, honestly, I'm not trying to get, get on with this, Walker. No, but you're... Come uh, on, you're a coach. I'm coaching my oldest son's basketball team. Well, I hope you're not coaching the youngest son who's won. Hey, there's a there, league, there's some league for the- somewhere on this globe that's got one-year-olds dribbling around. I bet that league is lit. Hey, I'm just saying. It's not it's not here, but hey. But so, I mean, it could be is what I'm saying. mm so anyway, the oldest, okay, the oldest, yeah, he's in the the rec league at the Y and um, coach cat, coach cat, I dude, I love it, man. I'm gonna be honest. Are dude. you really coaching, dude? <laughs> I wish our our social was up so I could show you the videos. Really, man, Walker, dude, I kid you not, man. How do you even be serious? Hold on, what? I gotta come to a game, dude. When they tip, now I gotta come to a when game. When They tip that ball up. Dude, I kid you not. At the end of the game this past Saturday, which we won thirty six to twenty two, shout out to the Hoover Y Red Sharks. By the way, your uh your oldest son, his nickname is YG. Really? Yeah, I'm calling him YG for. Why now is that? On. Young y- Gat Young Gatry? Young Gat. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, but not the youngest guy. No. Okay. No. That's T Y G. But dude, the end of this game, old wife comes up to me and she says uh, you need a shower. I'm like, <laughs> what are you talking? You about? You Bruce Pearl it? dude. I sweated out my entire <laughs> shirt. So in in this league, Walker, the coaches are on the court, right? Uh huh. Um, so we're going up and down. I didn't realize till my wife showed me the video. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, full they're five sprinting. year. i It's like a workout. You're, they're sp- five year olds. Like, what are? I'm losing my mind, Walker. I dude, I'm telling you, when that when it's time to play, I go get there five. Why are you why are you going extra hard? It's not in a bad way though, it's in a supportive way. Like I'm turd. I'm Trooper Taylor. You should appreciate that. (laughs) Trooper Taylor is a former Auburn football assistant. Uh, One of your personal favorites. I did light true, bro. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, but nah, dude, like I then I looked at my shirt, dude. I was like fully drenched and didn't even realize it. Wow. But if so, that's what so, it takes for us to win, I'm drenched so, here, so here's my thing. So, so clearly, that's what I'm saying. So you're just encouraging. It's not like you're coaching. Yeah, I'm right? coaching too. What do you co- So so like they're not running sets, are they running the motion. Who, who isn't Princeton? running who isn't running sets? You running the Princeton offense? No, but we're running sets. We got a little triangle action. Are you running a triangle? We, they don't. They don't think it's a triangle. But what I'm teaching them in practice is essentially tonight. A triangle. When you're in the mirror in the bathroom, <laughs> you promise to do one thing for me: <laughs> punch yourself in the face. <laughs> Why are they running the triangle? You ain't even running up-to-date stuff. You're a, oh. did you Did you hear the score of the game? I don't care. Okay, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. How nice is how nice is YG? Everyone's gonna start calling your son YG. Okay, that's cool. Um, I'm removing bias, so this is gonna take me at least four seconds. He is probably the worst player on our team. Okay, Doc Rivers. So (laughs) wait a minute. I figured he, but I okay. I remember coming to your house. Removing bias. He's got a lot of work to do. The worst? How many players on the team? We have seven He's the seventh? In my eyes, yeah, because he's got so much work to do So mm. he doesn't even start Yeah, he start <laughs> Have you lost your mind? Doc Rivers <laughs> <laughs> Right? Wrong <laughs> oh, Alright, he's not Austin Rivers bad <laughs> Austin Rivers had some moments When he felt like he was about to get traded oh And then- How do you trade your own kid? He didn't do it, did he? No, he didn't. He got he got the GM tag removed. Oh, I was about, I thought he was a GM still. No, That's no, true. he got definitely you. got that removed. Dang. Yeah, it's a business of the NBA, but not um. He's he's really not that bad. I'm just like not. I'm not tough on him like to his face. But, yeah. Like just us talking. Like this kid. This kid has got so much more potential. And I'm just I'm committed not to not being that dad, so I don't go in on it. Because it because you know the the studies show that when you put them in sports, the earlier years got to be fun. So we're making it fun, you know. So it's it's all good. Like we do this thing at the end of the games, and I told I told the kid it's only if we win, we do this thing at the end of the game where we huddle up. And everybody puts their hand in and we say our team name or whatever as loud as you can. And everybody bum rushes and tackles me. Only on wins. But the kids get a kick out of that, man. Of course. They get a kick out of it. Of course. And I get arthritis. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, so it's just like, I guess in a weird way, it gives them something to work for, work, work towards or whatever. But yeah. um, in the summer league... Noah's first, like, true team basketball experience, uh-huh. they didn't have scoreboards. But I had I had people, like, still collecting stat information. So I could still see, like, if he's progressed from the summer to now. Gotcha. So. But, uh, no, he, he's all right, man. I just, one thing I really wanted to do is just kind of be more aggressive when it comes to going for rebounds. Because mm-hmm. he's, like, one of the tallest kids on the I court. I'm about to ask how tall he was. Yeah, he? He's, he's, he's definitely tallest on our team. But um, the team we played against had a kid that was maybe half an inch shorter than him, mm-hmm. and he was snagging rebounds with my boy. And I'm like, dude, all, all you gotta do is put your hands up, but you're gonna grab everything off that mm-hmm. off that rim. But is he? Is he? You know, some kids are out there; they're just having fun. Yeah, my, my son is the totally fun, fun. Like, yeah, it's not in us necessarily winning. It's like I'm out here, right. and this is great. My son does not care about the score. He does. He he not not once did he ask if we won or lost. Wow. Yeah. So, child psychology. I guess I gotta foster that, and I can't really go in the way I want. The way my my you're coach, reading books. Huh. You reading books? Oh, I talk to my wife. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. So um, I want him to play because he really likes basketball, right? Right. I don't, so you're trying, you're trying to you're trying to nurture the game and resent me. So it's like, and, and Walker, I'll share this, man. When, um, we asked him, we said, you know, Noah, you, you, in, or YG, you in, the, uh, playing basketball this winter. And the first time we asked him, he told my wife and I, no. Mm. And so we were like, okay, well, we're not going to pre- pressure it. And deep down, I'm like, mm-hmm. but anyway. Right. Um, so a few days went by, we asked him again. He said, yeah, he said, but, um, I want daddy to be the coach. So that's how you got into, to, um, no, I volunteered in the summer. Right. I assumed I was gonna coach again, but here my son like affirm that he wants daddy to coach, I'm like, Man, I'm I'm doing one thing right at least. So Okay. All so right. I'm just gonna keep yeah, I cried. Um <laughs> <laughs> So I'm just keep going the way we're going now, and um, keep sweating out shirts. So, uh, so, so, listeners, um, I want you to cash their ballots for Father of the Year. <laughs> I think it's between you <laughs> and me. <you. laughs> <laughs> no, but between that's me and Levar Ball. Is that what you're about to say? No, but he, we can't add him now. Okay, yeah, yeah, Levar, um, Brought the boys back. What do you mean? To his dad. Uh, Let's see who else. Jalen's dad. Jalen's dad. Uh. Anyway. Okay. Yeah, yeah, man. Um. I enjoy it, man. And so, so so that's that's been having you busy during the week and on weekends or whatever. So that was one of the things that kept us from uh from from be honest. And I got food poisoning. Yes. I was down and out. We normally record on Sundays and Sunday. Did you ever figure out what it was? No, I narrowed it down to two things, and I'm not about to blast anybody right now. Well, I'm not saying you got to. I mean, although it would be awesome if you did. But you know, listeners, if you're into Mexican food, just check your queso. I don't know how to check your queso, but I don't know how you check that either, bro. uh, Google or let let somebody else eat it before you do. Have you ever? (laughs) Do you often eat in this restaurant? Oh yeah, yeah. That would mess me up. Are you going back? No, no. Yeah, because those are pretty much you know yeah yeah it's the end. You can't really mess up queso. And these jacklands. How you know it was the queso though? I don't, but I just I've I've had so much time to trace back everything and to connect. Okay. And so what I had for dinner that night. So you can go back, just don't get queso. Or the queso is what makes it all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's pretty true of that, most. For for that particular meal, <clears throat> all I had was queso and chips. So he got sick and we didn't record during our normal time. Right. So that's That's the I think what we had Thanksgiving since the last time we recorded. So hope everyone had a great holiday. Uh, Major event happened in our own city. Absolutely. uh, During the holiday, you care to care to go into it? Yeah. So um, and by now, all of our listeners are well aware because it's made national news. But um, we know about the semantic Bradford situation. Uh, The the thing from a podcasting quality perspective that I can appreciate is. Uh, the foolery that's being put on by the city of Hoover is keeping the story alive. So even in our delay of recording, we still have tons of content to to kind of sift through yeah. to, to give you um, different viewpoints on. So um, I'll, I'll give you the, the narrow quick and the skinny. Um, Mr. Bradford was uh, shot uh, at the mall, at the Galleria mall uh, Thanksgiving night. Um, they, the, Police officer initially thought that he was he was in an altercation where guns were drawn and you know long story short turns out they shot the wrong guy and that that's essentially where we are. Um, protests have ensued. the um, The Hoover Police Department and this is just all we know from from what we've gotten media wise. <clears throat> um, the Hoover Police Department has turned the case over to the Alabama Law Enforcement Agency who is being super tight lipped on the details of the incident or the investigation. Right. So um, that's, that's caused some outcry from the, uh, from the public and uh, a series of protests that I'm going to go on record by, uh, by saying um, I'm all for that. Um, And (laughs) I, I I feel like a hypocrite because I'm sitting on the couch watching and reading about the, the protests when, Realistically, if I'm all for it, I probably should be, you know, cleaning off the Jays and uh and marching alongside these people. But um, I haven't done that. So you know what's interesting about this is that sure. hearing the conversation. Oh, that's also what's made this I got, interesting. I got because, some meat for you because this has had this. <clears throat> First off, let me just say how disappointed I am in the entire situation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. What's what's very disappointing in it is that when situations like this have occurred in other parts of the country, I've always been able to say, man, I'm glad this had this does not this hasn't happened here. Right. That's Until in our now. Yeah. now it's in our backyard and now we're confronted with it. And what's so interesting is that there are people we know this event has kind of. These turn of events have kind of exposed what people think about certain situations and about this this entire situation. So that's been very enlightening to me. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. Well, let's just let's just go ahead and get after. Go it. go time. I, well, I was gonna I was gonna hand the ball off to you, but if you want to RPO this thing, no, you I'll pull go, it down and you. Do my I think I think you have you have seen. Because, of course, I know from my end, people that I talk to in my circles already know how most black people feel about the situation. But what's been interesting to me is that in the comments, uh, particularly when they had the the, earlier this week, they had um, at Rock City Church, they had a, a conference, a press conference where they released information and details of I guess it was kind of an autopsy report in terms of where the bullet entered EJ and basically what they were able to to derive from the situation is that he was shot from the back indicating that he was actually fleeing right or running. It wasn't a situation where he had his weapon out or brandishing it as they put in the report initially. Right. 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 So what was indicated there is that he was shot as he was running so it wasn't a situation or giving, giving. So the assumption is that EJ was not posing a threat to the police. Okay. Since he was fleeing the scene. Right. 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 And so from there, it was just so interesting to see, you know, you just curious, you just want to see, cause normally I don't look at comments because I know it's about to be some BS yeah. at the bottom, but I was just curious to see what people were saying. And, another disappointing aspect is just how how much of a divide there was in terms of how people saw this issue uh, yeah you know what I mean oh, and yeah. so on one side you have uh, black people who can who can definitely relate to the frustration of this situation gotcha and then you had other people white people particularly who, you had some to their credit who were understanding that this was a bad situation and that something should be done. But what was so interesting is that you you saw them trying to discredit certain things along the way, like EJ being in the certain armed forces, right? Like, oh, he didn't get an honorable discharge, or he had a weapon on him, or these. You know what I mean? That they're looking for areas to kind of almost whether subconsciously or consciously, you're trying to, you're trying to, to question his character almost as if you're attempting to justify the killing. Right. Right. And, you, and my thing is you got to ask yourself, okay, let's say he wasn't, let's say he didn't get an honorable discharge. Let's say he backed Someone in the army, right? He's <laughs> drill sergeant. Yeah. yeah let's <laughs> say he backhanded him and slept with his wife. Okay. Right? Wow. Right? Yeah. He did all that stuff. Just And let's say that night he started the fight. He started it, right? And let's say he flipped his shirt up so the cops could see the gun before he took off running. Okay. Has he done anything to warn him not being alive today? No. So what are we talking about here? Skin criminalization is what I like to internalize it as. It's a novel concept there. Thank you. Yeah, it's just—I mean, it just—it just plays on the notion of like, you know, uh, black people having one strike against them before any questions are asked, or three. Yeah, well, uh-huh. I mean, you, it counts as three. Well, the, and 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 by by the skin or pigment thing, that that was the that was the first strike. Sure. The the, the second strikes are consequential in there, you know. They they they're coming, but that first one is like, "Oh, that guy's black." Okay. I'm, eh, okay. Right. You know? Right. Um, you know, I <laughs> I I've 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 thought about that theory in this case and I've applied it to myself and I and I'm I'm starting to be a little bit more aware of, you know, the environments I'm in now. Mhm. And I'm taking a taking a more direct uh, toll of like how I feel in certain situations because you just know like you you just know in certain situations like okay I and <laughs> this is just letting you know how I have to I have to walk life if you will but if if I'm in a certain situation I know that there are certain things I cannot do All right it's perfectly fine for other people to do that but I know that if I do this I'm gonna open myself up to some level of scrutiny. For no other reason than it's a black man doing this, so um I'm thinking whatever he's doing is threatening, so right. forth and so forth. Right. This is I mean, this is a real thing, like right. that that I mean, me being me living in suburbia is something that his at at one point was subconscious to me. Right. It's as foul as that sounds, you know, but it's just like I have to <laughs> I have to overplay or overact my innocence. Just doing common life activity. You have to. You. you it's almost like you have to deny yourself to not be threatening. Right. Come off as threatening. Right. Right. I'll, I'll give you an example, Walker. Um, and you. You know, like I'm not crazy about hoodies. You know, like, we've had some off-camera, off off-recording off talks about that. Sidebar. <laughs> Sidebar. When are you going to stop questioning me when I offer you fashion advice? I, I, I'm really thinking, I, I, and I'm going to give you a date. I'm thinking February 30th of next year. I'm serious, dude. That's when I'm going to start. Everything he has questioned me about He's come back and have said You know what this actually is nice I got a compliment here I got a compliment there And I'm looking at him like Punch yourself Dude I was rocking When I sent you the athleisure text Dude I was rocking athleisure Didn't even realize it Listen I, I mentioned to him this summer About athleisure For those who don't know Athleisure is when you're wearing attire That's athletic attire Right in a fashionable way didn't even realize I was doing but got several compliments Gat looked at me like I said you need to put on a onesie with some, some Air 11s and rock out with it just I'm like dude athleisure you got Jordans From- you gonna wear it with a suit <laughs> well you thought about it yeah. I know you did that's hey, why you need me Jordan 11s with a suit is not a bad look check yourself I will slap you no no You really gonna do this? I did it. Anyway, that's not even a point. Let's get back back. to let's get back to EJ. So, um, so no, no, I I I I don't wear hoodies. But um, Sunday, when I was on the way to our studio, um, you know, I wasn't feeling my best, so I I stopped and got a Gatorade, right? Yeah, because my stomach was upset. And this particular gas station I walk I walk into, I notice right before I walk in, there's this huge sign that says, Proud to be American owned. Okay. All right. No harm there. Whatever. That's what you want to do. So I walk closer to the door. And before I put my hand on the door, I see a sign that says, Please remove your hoodies for our safety. So... Walker, I'm telling you, man, I go, and again, I don't even have a hoodie on. I go from putting my door, my hand on the door handle to putting my hand down to my side. And I got to start thinking like, okay, I know what this sign means because I can translate this pretty effectively. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's going to be my action when I walk in here? You know what I did, Walker? Dude, before I walked in, I reached in my back pocket, pulled my wallet out, had my wallet at a at an angle to where everybody in there could see that I had a wallet that I was very willing to pay for whatever I was going to purchase. Because I knew as soon as I stepped foot in that place, hoodie or not, the eagle eye is going to be on this guy. And I'm like, man, I'm fighting nausea. And I don't I don't want to get freaked out and have to puke all over this place. So let me just let me just be extra safe. Let's kill all attention. tension. I, hey, look, guys, I'm paying for for this Gatorade. All right. Everybody cool. I didn't really do that. But, you know, uh, non-verbally, these are my actions. Mm-hmm. This kind, this is the kind of stuff that we have to carry every day, man. So 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 going back to EJ, it's like. I, I would even think this man's more way more decorated than I am. I mean, he served our country, right? Sure. And nobody knows that at the time that, you know, pandemonium is, is breaking out or whatever. But it's just like, if anybody deserves the right <laughs> to walk this land freely, but, but it's, it's EJ, man. Like, this dude's on the front line. Fight for us. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. And you, you touched on it. The officers don't know that. No. They don't know that. The officer saw someone that that they thought was the perpetrator. Right. And all they know is, I got to put this person down. Right? Right. And so they put them down. Just simple as that. He didn't. They, the officer didn't know anything about his background. Didn't care. Am I right? You're right. But you you know where I'm going, right? And this I'm beating a dead horse for sure on this. You do you know where I'm going? I'm waiting on you. Okay. So, um, guy goes in several years ago to a movie theater in Aurora, Colorado. We know what he does. It's it's he, he's he's okay, right? Like after he's after he's sure, committed this act, sure. Well, let let's build it. Let's build this because you I'm got to not Because because I keep talking about this. I'm yeah, trying you to do to lot of time here. Well, I no, I just want I, I want to do a simple vanilla comparison. We got people who listen to the podcast who are not black. Yeah, yeah. So, what What I want to do is use this as a way to kind of educate them. Okay. Let's so, do that. Now I have to draw the story out in order to educate? I want to I wanna supplement what you're talking about with this Go point. Go for it. I'll turn my mic off. No, 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 no. Because we're going to use your story and I'm going to add on to it to bring it closer to home. Okay. Okay? The reason why you see a, black people making a lot of noise now, seems like it's almost out of nowhere, Right, and we're very what's the word um intentional? not so much intentional, but we're very just out in your face with it, oh, okay, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. we're very in your face with the protest, you know, we want justice, we want the, the frustration comes from the fact that. We haven't been getting justice up to this point already. Right. It's a growing frustration. It's the equivalent of when if for anyone who's been in a relationship or married or whatever. If you've made the mistake of not verbalizing your frustration or your issue on the front end. But you allow it to fester over time to the point to where you blow up on your significant other. And now your significant other is looking at you like, where is this coming from? Mm. Well, it didn't just happen then. It's been been building building up over time. For the past few years, there's been situations across the country where a black man or black woman is being mistreated by the police. Right. And nothing happens to the police. There's been what? Maybe a handful of times. If, if that, maybe one or two times where may- there may have been justice? Maybe. Maybe. Right. Right? But for the most po- for the most part, we're seeing black people lose their lives, and they didn't really do anything to warrant being shot or choked out or whatever at the moment, right? Correct. Yet the officer goes on. I think the, the one that stands out to me is the situation going on in Dallas where that cop got... She's now being charged for Amber Guy, uh, Geiger. Right. She's being charged for murder. Good. Her story was so ridiculous that they kind of had to do something, <laughs> right? right? So I can't remember the name, but the the newly appointed DA. Yeah. We we sh- I think we shouted her out. I didn't shout I didn't shout him out. I basically the, the the old DA was a woman. Right. The new DA, I didn't shout him out. I just gave an update. Okay. Well, I credit that new DA for Yes. Yes. <laughs> not being a DA. So what I want I want our white listeners to understand is that this has been festering for Black people. Sure. So that's why we're so the word I was using was so vigilant about ah. our protest, and we're the is we come off as angry and fr- well, we are angry. Yeah, we are right frustrated. Yeah. we are tired of this. And the 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 sentiment amongst a lot of Black people in Birmingham is that nothing is going to come of this. Mm-hmm. Which is why you see people protesting the way they are at various points of Hoover. Right. Right? Not only is that one side of the frustration, but we've alluded to it. As you were about to point out. Right? Guy goes into... Oh, yeah. Movie theater. Right. Right? right? And just... He is the threat. Right. People die. Yet, police approach him he has weapons on him he's armed assault rifles plural but he gets he doesn't get killed not that we want him to die no but we're saying if you how come your training kicks in with him and it doesn't kick in with us walker all we all we're saying is keep the same energy that's all that is all we're saying if if you're going to use excessive force with us Make sure that goes for everyone else. So when you approach and, and for most for most of our of, of people who are non black, I think the mistake that a lot of them, because there are some that get it. But I think the mistake that some are making, because I think some people are genuine. They're just they, they just it's like it's like <laughs> It's like jump rope, right? Mm. When do I get in this conversation? I don't know when to get in, right? right? I get in, I mess it up, right? It's like, okay, I'm trying to rationalize, okay, what if he was waving his gun or da-da-da-da-da? What we're saying to you is there is an obvious difference in how we're policed versus how you're policed. Case in point, a few years back, I was driving to my girlfriend's house, which is now my wife. Okay. I wasn't in. I had two cars at this time. Oh, I had my okay. college card and I had my grown man. Card. Your whip. Yes. <laughs> I just drove the casual car because I just that was the sure. closest one I get to. I hopped in that one. Right. On the way there, I get pulled over. Cop pulls me over. I got my registration and license handed over to them. Well, you really don't have a registration. Nobody cares about that. That's Man. movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I bet. So <laughs> I, I bet I, just, I don't like hear that. Like no, no one looks. At, no one asks for the registration. Uh, yeah, they do. Really? Have you been pulled over? Yeah. They never asked you. They didn't ask for a registration. I honestly proof well, of insurance. Yeah, yeah. It, it was about two years ago, I think. Yeah, I was asked for my license and proof of insurance, even though like they can validate. I that, mean, from that my car, yeah. But anyway, sure, hey, sure. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Go ahead. But the, the insurance proves the vehicle is registered in your name. Gotcha. That's all I'm saying. Right. So technical you are. Anyway, um, the officer asked for that. I provided to him. He proceeds to ask me a series of questions. Mm. Where are you going? Where are you going? Do you live over here? Have you been drinking? Are you serious right now? And I'm thinking to myself, all this because my tag light is out? Not tail light, <laughs> tag. tag light. Oh goodness. So what I want them to what I want them to understand, those who care, 'Cause that's another thing we gotta can, talk about. Can 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 I illustrate this a little bit more? Go for it. I, I'm assuming um this is a couple years ago, so you were probably leaving the office. No. I was leaving the house. Oh, you were just this was casual. Yeah. Oh okay. Well forget th- Well, no, 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 no. Cause you're still a you're still extremely stylish guy. Well, I was going to see my girlfriend, right. so obviously I'm not scrubbed out. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to add add a little bit of yeah. seasoning to that. Well, yeah, thanks for the sauce. Yeah. So anyway so what I want them to understand is that the way police relate to us. And mind you, he ran my information. He saw that I've never had a speeding ticket. Everything checked. A out. traffic <laughs> ticket. Nothing. This is too good to be true. I am true. so clean. <laughs> he can't even believe himself. Right, right. Right. He had to let me go. Got off with a warning. Right. What I want you to understand is that you can do everything right. But when you're engaged with law enforcement, we're there's a level of suspicion with us as black men that I don't think the other side gets. Uh, so what comes what's a normal conversation with a non-black person is an interrogation with us. There you go. There you go. Right? Right. So add that to the frustration of what we're seeing with EJ. Like we know it's some BS. We right. know this is bogus. Right? Now that's my experience. And the mistake I think that a lot of white people make. Is that they're trying to understand the situation from their experiences. That's the mistake that they're making. You, you got to come into this. No, 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 no. open. Take your cuz it's almost like trying to understand a woman in catcalling, right? Oh. People don't catcall me. Hmm. So I can I got to lay my male biases aside and understand from a woman's perspective. This is a grown man. Right. I'm a defenseless woman. This man is talking to me. I don't want to say nothing to him. I'm uncomfortable. Put yourself in her shoes. Now you can understand her frustration. Yes. So what we're asking you to do is for those who Have all these, all these opinions you have about the situation, how you think that the police, you can understand how the police could do what they do. Lay your opinions and your experience aside because we know the police wouldn't dare. For most people, if the only reason the police would draw a gun on you is because you had to have done something. Right, right. What we're saying is they're ready to draw their gun on us when they approach us. Right. Right. So that's 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 one of the things I want them to understand. Those who care. Now that gets to my next point, Gad. Okay. I think unfortunately there's too many who don't care. Oh. There's too many who don't care. Right. Too many who don't care. Because my thing is, and I made the point earlier is. If none of if, if you can't justify any of EJ's actions that led to him being shot as a justification, if none of those, if the penalty for any of his sins, quote unquote. Doesn't equate to death. Then what are we talking about? Oh, my goodness. Why are you trying to rationalize this? It is what it is. Who cares about the laws that the mall have about carrying a gun? It's irrelevant. Well, well, can can I can I share? Share, and and I had to ask because that last statement you made about the the laws or the code of conduct for the mall is gonna is gonna really resonate. with What I'm going to share with you. Go for it. Um, I had lunch with a law enforcement official. Okay. Um, I'm not going to give his name because he's a man that grew into a friend. Okay. All right. Um and I'll just be honest, racially we come from different sides of the track. Okay? All right. Oh, so, you you took a long you took a long time to say what he's white? <laughs> Good. Goobly-woobly cat. <dad. laughs> just say it. Out with it. I'm politically correct. He's white, you're black. <laughs> he's had a white experience, you've had a black experience. He, he's somewhat. He's a gentleman that I think highly of. Okay. All right, so of course, when we're having lunch the it's we're going to talk about it, and I'm not going to give you the small talk, but one one thing he challenged me to think about was he he asked me, he said, "Now you put yourself in the situation of the law enforcement official." And he says, "Think about it. you hear shots, you're in the mall, tons of people." And you look around, and there's seems like every other person is brandishing a gun, because that is essentially what happened at the time that this altercation happened. Every other person? Well, this is just what he told me. Okay, so he, he's wanting me to like challenge my mindset, and and I like stuff like this because it's easy for, it's easy for me to sit with my own notion of my own thought and not and not assess the thoughts of anyone else involved. That's that's the problem you were kind of harping on initially, right? Yeah.
1: Okay. So,
0: yay. Um so he's like you're in that you're in that moment. Soon as the shots go, your adrenaline's going through the roof. Sure. You look around, you know, we we are open carry in Alabama, you know, so people do people use their reflexes and they go and pull. So there are numerous people with guns drawn. And you're the officer in the middle of that. What do you do? And he's he he said confidently, he said that's why we're police officers and that's why civilians really really aren't trained or equipped to know what to do in a situation like that so now he was very quick to say i don't justify him shooting bradford but you got to you got to at least try to think of it from his perspective in that moment now honestly and I accepted that I couldn't challenge him on that because I had nothing to give there. I'm not a gun guy, okay? So I don't, I don't really know. Um, but I, I thought about it. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense. But I have to, and I didn't tell him this. I'm sharing this with you and the listeners. I have to believe in my heart of hearts that some type of bias entered this man's head in the midst of this pandemonium, and when he sees person A with the gun it's less threatening to him than person Bradford with the gun which goes which goes back to our issue right but I I think it's interesting to note the um the thought or the challenge that this particular law enforcement official kind of put in my lap and so and I, I thank them for sharing that and again you didn't say nothing no because 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 Walker like this this is and I don't mean to shift the onus to me, but like this is stuff that's like woven deep in the fabric of who I am, man. If we're gonna solve problems, we've all got to be willing to listen, cause everybody's got a side to it. And you talk about in this situation well, in the mall, there—I don't know how many sides there were. Well, they're well, numerous. Well, well, here's the thing: I agree with you. No, 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 I agree with you that you need to listen. But but me challenging him right then and there—I would have challenged is, What him. is that gonna solve? No, 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 no. There's challenge and then there's argue. I'm not saying argue. I'm going to ask him a question. I'm going to ask you a follow up because here's the thing if I'm trying to understand, here's the thing. Have you ever, you know what it's like to be in class? Yeah. In school and the teacher's making no sense to you at all. (laughs) Right, Right? Right. All right. What do you do when it does, are you going to sit there for the rest of the class? And not ask a question? Or do you care about trying to understand what the teacher's talking about? If it's personally me, I'm asking tons of questions. Absolutely. So you're just trying to understand. It's not that you're asking questions. I'm not listening to respond, per se. I'm trying to process what you're telling me. Okay. If I'm listening to him, and you just said it. If I'm listening to him, I'm saying, okay, I get that. It's why y'all are cops and we're civilians, right? It's why we're, we're not, we're not, we don't have your training. We need to be able to act in an instinctively to the threat of danger. Right. Okay. Okay. If that's true, why is it that we see cops instinctively go for the kill shot mm. with us? Well, because let's talk about it. Okay. A year ago. That's cool because I was, I was going to tell you about a story today, but go ahead. A year ago, Pelham police was chasing a guy, white guy. I think he was wanted for a domestic violence issue. Okay. This guy is being charged for attempted murder of police. He shot his weapon at police. And he's alive to... He to is tribe. alive Today. Today. He lives. <laughs> they said he lives. He lives. He <laughs> lives. <laughs> so my thing is, okay, we know it's a different municipality, right? Sure. But they instinctively knew not to kill him. How come all that goes out the way instinctively with us? You may not have an answer for that, but I'm saying there has to be a, that we have to evaluate how you instinctively respond to one group versus the other. When there's when there's you could put side to side and there's if if the black guy with the gun is threatening, you have to imagine that this white guy who with the gun shooting at you <laughs> is just as at least just as threatening. No, I don't I don't I don't see uh, that makes perfect sense to me. Right drip with sarcasm, right? <laughs> but I'm just saying, it's it's my thing is I'm trying to understand. Okay, yes. You don't have time to really sit there and diagnose, you have to react. Right. Well, you're reacting off of preconceived notions. Sure, without a doubt. Okay, we're getting into the preconceived notions because if I've been brought up to think a certain way about a certain group of people that could or could be wrong, Right? Right. That means even though I'm been trained to operate instinctively, I'm operating based off of biases. Right. And if my biases is wrong, then I'm wrong. True. Especially if I shot the wrong guy. Okay. (laughs) Right. Right? Yeah. We gotta evaluate this whole thing. I get it. But my thing is you can't sit there and tell me like clearly the cops saw something it was more to it than just seeing a person i got why put him down right he was he was running away from the altercation and then i hear people say he was running away from the alter, from from the from the, police? from the police. I'm thinking, are you serious? You did you did you see the video? Running, like, did you see the videos? Everybody in the mall was running. Hold on, they had video? Are you talking about social media? Social media. You're not talking about the official? No. Oh, okay. No okay. one has seen that. I, I I stayed away from social media, Walker, because... Dude, I saw videos of people just running frantically. Well, you, hopefully you didn't see the videos of this man's corpse... No. Okay. That that's the only reason I didn't go searching for it no. on social media. No, they just show videos of people running in terror. When, when, the, the, when the family started pleading for people to stop showing posting it, yeah. No, no, no. I did Very gruesome that. from what I. Read, no, no, no. So. I'm talking about the video of people running. Okay. Okay. Everybody was running in the mall. Okay. People across, on the other side of the mall was running. But you picked this one guy, and he was running from the cops. Right. Seriously? It this is what we're going to do? And, and again, in my heart of hearts, I believe, I, I, I definitely agree with you. But again, <laughs> that's that's where I think so much value is placed, Walker. We got to hear every side, right? Right. And that, well. that's, just, that's just who I am. And I'm not here to challenge or argue the way you poten- potentially view a situation, I just want to understand well I'm gonna ask questions because I want to understand okay I think that's fair you know what I mean and I think anytime we question something is met with us opposing no we got we gotta it you and I can't have a conversation and get on the same page without questions asked just because I say something and throw it out there doesn't mean you grabbed it and you it makes total sense That's to true. you. And I'm, I'm, if we're going an to get on the same page, you and I have to ask questions, right. tough questions. Right, and I'm an example of that with the recording of this podcast, with the question you won't answer. But yeah, I, I know what you mean. What question I won't answer? Who grips the mic, Walker? Come on, dude! I do not do that. Continue on. Yet, anyway. <laughs> So here's so here's my Let, question to you guys. Okay, okay. I sorry, ask you a I was I was about to shift gears on no, the same on the same topic. But... On the same, yeah, we're still on the same yeah, topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to ask you something. Tough question. Tough question. I got to ask black people. Okay. Are you asking me or are you asking black people? That's the difference. there you, mm, there is. <laughs> Thank you for pointing that out. Oh, we major mistake. <laughs> major key. Anyway, what is justice? Ooh, we want justice. What is that? What does that look like, Walker? That's a real question, dude. I'm gonna give you my knee-jerk answer, or was that rhetorical? No, I, I want. It's rhetorical for the listeners, but okay. I, I, you know, I want, I want you to give me something. Justice is this man uh, going to trial, right? You tell me. No, I, well, when I say right, I mean do you do you do you follow where I'm going? Yes. Going to trial with <laughs> a jury who, by and large, does not reflect the racial makeup of this man. I'm in love with that. Yeah, but I'm telling you what justice looks like, and I know in this podcast before we talked about jury duty, so we know who's not going to be there. Even Hoover. That's that's still Jefferson, right? Hoover is still Jeffco. So we know who's not going to be there. It's not going to be Walker or myself. Not after um, this podcast comes right, out. Right, exactly. I, I can. Act, if you listen closely, you could hear our names being scratched off the list. Um, <laughs> you listen. Give it about a few minutes because Walker's W, so he's on down the list. Um, but no, it's it's this man see, seeing or going to trial, um, being found guilty, in either. Facing the death penalty or having a life sentence? That, that's my knee jerk. Now, the, the question was so good, like, realistically, I'd like to take more time to process. But I just gave you my knee jerk. To me, I think that's justice in a way that most black people would, would be able to applaud for. If we get that, do we stop protesting? We don't, um, just because, and I, I feel so bad saying this, Walker, but we know something like this is bound to happen again, right? It sets a bad precedent. Are you, are you asking, should we stop or will we stop? Will we? Yeah. Yeah. You think we'll stop before it even gets to this point? Um, no, I actually don't. I actually, don't because cause, cause the, the protest machine that's been in place now, dude. I don't know who's I don't know who's uh, responsible, but they're in it for the long haul. They're in it. To, I mean, because look at it, and can't, I, I'm not going to get to that part yet. But I, I do I do want to get to the city and how they how they've um, contributed to this mess. I was going to go there, but I want I have a special way I want to deliver that. But if justice is received in the fashion that I just uh, gave, the protests definitely stop if that does not happen i don't see the protest stopping P- okay. people people are pissed off walker more more than i thought they were and people want answers so is this going to is this how do you see this ending realistically realistically i don't see it going to trial okay i see the alea alabama law enforcement agency sitting on this for another 30 days or so and Ultimately, leaking very minimal part of the investigation. Leaking enough to paint the officer in an innocent light. Okay. So that's how most. I, and I think that's one of the reasons that's driving the protest. Right, is that right. people we've seen this movie before, bro, well, We we've seen this movie before. Walker, I I I attended a brunch today. Okay, and I, I met this gentleman who um who's very politically driven. Right. Okay. He's a he was a former minister. Right. And one thing one thing he says is, I'm an underdog type of guy when it comes to political and social issues. I hadn't even told this man my name at this point yet (laughs) I'm joking But um, one thing he said was what, What gets him Is like he knows From a political standpoint From a judicial standpoint Nothing is ever going to be fair Nothing And he said you can take that as a woe is me Whatever but you have people That in our current day Fight so hard for certain things that maybe one or two people don't want to see happen, mm-hmm. and their 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 level of power and influence is so high that they will just discredit and discard whatever movement it is to have their way. And he said, "There's no state that does that better than Sweet Home, Alabama. Mississippi might be, a- uh, uh-uh. not like Bama, dude. Not like Bama." <sighs> So, so it, it's interesting. You asked you asked me that question. Th- this man's this man's sentiment echoes in the back of my head, and I'm thinking this is exactly how it's going to play out because this system is not fair to begin with. Okay, you're you're okay. Did you have any other thoughts on this? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about the city of Hoover, of which which I reside. And I'm going to talk about them in a player of the week-ish type of tone. So you okay? want to say that for later? No, no. I'm just going to tell you how everything is. It, they're not my official player of the week, but that's how I'm going to kind of... Okay. That's how I'm going to display them right now, if you'll right. let me. Um, Oof. so <laughs> Spice? I'm not going to say this man's name. He's a public servant, I know. I, I like this man. But I felt like, as a man of color... They paraded him out here to be the face of the city when I think deep down this man had no or wanted no involvement in that. He he wanted a more authentic level of involvement. But I think behind closed doors, they were like, here's our pawn that we're going to parade in front of the media to make us look like we're, you know, we as the city of Hoover embrace the pain that a lot of these protesters and black people are feeling. Right. Let's just parade him out there. He works for the city. What is he going to do? Say no. so um he comes out and you know he he sympathizes and empathizes with the Bradford family, right and he's black, so it's like it's all good, right um Then he goes out and he says, "I am making it my and I'm paraphrasing I am making it my will and my and I demand." That the Alabama law enforcement agency released details of this this investigation by Monday at noon. Okay, I don't know if it was really Monday, but it was one day this week. We we know how that part of the story ended, right? I think it was Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay. So, do you know what happened Tuesday at noon? It was lunchtime. Yeah, and you know you know they they pan the cameras. Quickly back to the Alabama Law Enforcement Agency. You know what they were doing? Yawning. Like, huh? <laughs> okay. How do you threaten the law enforcement agency? Like, what, were they going to succumb to the city of Hoover? Man, give me a break. But its I believe they put this man up to that. I believe they encouraged him to say these things. As foolish as they were only to save face you for the only, city this is this is just now just preface this this is your opinion these are my opinions your thoughts okay but know that my opinions surround factual events okay i e the ultimatum to the alea okay so um so so what it did at least from a media consumption perspective is it eases the tension and maybe this will calm down the protests. Nah, fam. And we still haven't gotten any answers. And you want us to just say, okay. Y'all y'all playing the the, the racial empathy card. And by parading this man out here to say something. And you think we're going to calm down? I really wish you would say who it was. But I get it's it. It's Derek Murphy. And I don't even know why. why. But. I'm just going to go on record. Derek Murphy's a guy that has earned my vote several times. This is this is a man that's put together um, the Dad Brigade, which is a program that I think highly of, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's a man that I support, that I stand behind. And I hate the way Mayor Bricado influences man to be the face of Hoover only because it's an issue of race. Now... Derek Murphy's got a family to feed. I understand that, just like I do. So, am I faulting him for doing that? No. I just know that, honestly and intentionally, he wouldn't have played it out that way if he had that level of control. I know he wouldn't have. That that doesn't seem like the character of this man. Right. So that that I, I I'm really a, a lot of my angst is more towards the city. But I hate it because it makes this man look foolish, and the mayor's still sitting pretty. Gotcha. So that that is off my chest. I will. Uh, I will like to. Um, he's an unofficial shout out, but I will shout out uh pastor PMJ Mike McClure. This dude, um, for doing his part to Dance hold the city to hold the city together. Um, I definitely give him a lot of credit. He's he's he has definitely been a light in a time of darkness. Jesus. I think that's the biggest that's the biggest compliment I can give him. You could say that again, Walker. Um, so I'm so I'm just I'm just trying to I'm trying to keep the listeners abreast of about how this how this case has matured over the span of almost three Two. weeks now. Yeah, you know, and it just seems like what the city was doing is it it just. I oh, don't know, man. It just wasn't it. Didn't it wasn't right to? It didn't feel right to me. Yeah. And I had something to say about it. and You just let me say it. So it's, okay. it's off my chest now. Talk you to me, Walker. Feel better? Yes, man. Good. Good. <laughs> out with it. Better out than in. Anyway. Do you, but does any of that resonate with you, though? I don't care. <laughs> um, just to be honest with you, I don't care here's here's why here's why I say that I don't want to come off as just this callous person but <laughs> shut up <laughs> shut up so <laughs> so <laughs> so but again it's like I said we've seen this movie before right and I think the biggest thing that that I want That I want to take away from this is number one, man. I feel like as a community, and I I I want to do this. I'm gonna talk go home and talk to my wife about it because I haven't talked to her, but it's been on my heart to do this. I want to get something to the family, the Bradford family. I want to do something I want to just let them know you don't know me. You ain't got to get to know me. I just want you to know I am in your corner. I'm praying for you. You're in my thoughts. Here's a gift card to Publix. Here's a gift card to wherever. Just know that I'm praying for you. Wow. Just they just need to feel that, our that's love. That's some inspiring stuff, right? They there, just Walker. need to feel our love right now, bro. Like they just need to they need us to know you're not in this by yourself. Now, granted, yeah, you got the protesters out there, but it's something impactful to the family. Like they benefit. They've been I think they benefit a lot for us rallying around them. Right, right. Versus a, a building in Hoover. Now, am I against protesting? No, I'm not. But I would kind of like to challenge us as a community to kind of reevaluate the protesting thing. Let's protest a little differently. I'm listening. Okay. You're lit. I got your attention. Yeah. Now, again, this is an idea. You know of Dr. Claude Anderson. I talk about him ad nauseum, right? Let's Just go. all the time. Yeah, he is always encouraged that we practice group group uh, group economics. Right? Okay. Now we're emotional right now. I'm gonna give you another quote. You another guy. Neely Fuller Jr. Ever heard of him? No. He talks about emotions and he talks about logic. This is a guy I need to know more about. Right? So he talks about the spirit. Like the emotions, that's what drives you to action, right? You get frustrated enough, you get angry enough, it drives you to do something, right? Right. You you're laying in the bed at night, you hear, you hear water dropping from the sink. Right? It doesn't even bother you at first. Right? You're like, eh, whatever. But all of a sudden, you can't sleep. Because now you hear it. It might as well be right next to your ear. And it gets annoying to the point to now, you're willing to get up out of your comfortable bed to do something about the faucet dripping. right? Right? Right. That's your emotions. You need emotions. But at a certain point, we need to start using logic. Logic determines how do we accomplish what we're going to do? In other words, I'm in Birmingham, but I want to get to Atlanta. Logic says, okay, in order to get to Atlanta, we need to first identify where we are. Right. We need to find out where we're going. We need to find out the landmarks, right? Then we need to put in, now we can put in a GPS where we're going and we follow The instructions. Right. Right. And it gets us to our destination. Okay, how I know I'm in Atlanta, I'm passing signs that says, welcome to Atlanta. Right. Right. So, in other words, logically, it's not just emotions that's going to get me to Atlanta. At some point, I need to use logic. Right. Okay. I asked you a question earlier. What is justice? Mm -hmm. What do we want to come from this situation? How do we get what we want? What happens if we don't get what we want? Now, I hear people say, shut the city down. Hoover's not going to allow that. So what are the consequences? And the city of Hoover knows that's not a real consequence. That's why they're still going to BS these folks at the end of the day. Right. Along with the ALEA. Right? So what's the real consequence if we don't give you justice, black people? What are you going to do? Hmm. What are you going to do? It's almost like calling someone's bluff, right? Right. You don't do this, then this is what's going to happen. All right, then do it. Uh, I didn't think he was going to do it. Right. Right. (laughs) We're not in any. We're not in any position to demand anything. When you think about it, unfortunately. Yeah, that's true. Logically, how do we get what we want? Now, Neely Fuller Jr. talks about replacing, because what we're talking about is white supremacy. Okay. In an essence. Yeah. Okay. Claude Anderson. He describes white supremacy as this. Any system that fails to address or ensures that the maldistribution of land, wealth, resources, political power... Rights Remain And 100% of it in this nation Remains with the dominant white society Okay Right? Yeah, that's a sound definition That's a sound definition, right? So where does that leave us as black people? In this system We're not talking about all white people Because we know there's a lot of white people Who don't have none of that stuff right. right? Right We're talking about the system in place You look at our industries Our biggest industries are owned by who? White people. Yeah. Right? Right. The best schools in Alabama. Who owns those? Caucasian people. Okay. Uh, Basic human rights. Uh, Right? Yeah. I can go on and on and on, right? Yeah. So, my point is, what do we do? How do we even start addressing these issues? You start practicing group economics. Dr. Claude Anderson talked about it. This is what this is what I talked about in the voting situation. Supports vo- voter theory. Yeah. Start developing businesses. You build industries. You pull your money together. Now that's a big. That's a mouthful because now that means as black people, we got to start trusting each other. Oh goodness! And supporting each other. Right. We don't do enough of that. We don't do any of that like we should. Right. Right. We'll badmouth each other all day white people we gotta start trusting one another we gotta start building a community this this notion in your and i hate to cut you off this notion in your mind is enough to erode essentially racism i don't think it necessarily eliminates racism but it positions black people in a better. It puts us in a better position as a group of people. I don't think there's anything you can do about the human mind. True. Like God gives us a will. If He can't get us to stop being stupid, oh goodness, yeah. then what are we gonna do, dude? Can, can I sidebar? Go for it, dude. I if you you've heard of this uninterrupted thing with LeBron's group, yeah. LRMR or whatever, um. Dude, they have one where Ludacris is interviewing Twenty One Savage? Okay, right? A person who I'd never heard of outside of rap, right? Sure. And dude, he he had he had a message very similar to yours, which was we we got we got to start thinking along the same wavelength. And I'm paraphrasing this. Su- I'm super paraphrasing this because Twenty One Savage did not produce it nearly as eloquently as I am, I have. Um, but to hear him, of all people speak so passionately about that, yeah, oh my goodness. I mean it, it, it needs to be a continuous thing. yeah and, and and that that part, I agree with you, even outside of a voting a voting viewpoint, yes. outside of a, yes, criminal justice reform, yes viewpoint, I, th- I think that's a, that should be a, the fabric, yeah, of yeah. who we are. It should be the DNA. once we get that gachery, remember what I said we do next? We go to the next level of politics. Right. Yeah. We start buying politicians. Right. Putting our, poli- putting politicians in positions to where they're accessible to us. If we can't buy them, we lease them and rent them. Right. <laughs> right. Then the next level is law enforcement in the court system. Okay. Cause now if you got political people in place and they're in the and they're an extension of the community now, right now they can impact law enforcement. Now they can impact the courts. Then you get up into the area of of press. You can control the narrative of your community once you start controlling media. Right? We don't own any radio stations for real. Do we? How many do we own compared to the dominant society? Give me a minute. Right. (laughs) Let me ask you this. All the foolishness and the, n- the bad narratives about us as a race of people. How, how, how successful has it been to paint a narrative stereotype or, or negative narrative about the Jewish community? Ooh. Huh? You're not going to get away with it. I, You're I, I not getting that. away with it. No. They will call you an anti-Semite? in a minute and get you up out of here. Blackballed, you're done. You're done. Right. Because they don't let anyone control the narrative about their community. And they got the financial power to do that. Thank you. Thank you. My thing is... Don't mess with the Jews, dude. Don't do it. So, if we're really serious about protest, if we're really serious about protest... If these people sc- screw as as we think in the moment they screw us over or the Bradford family over, then it's time to say, you know what, Hoover, it's been real. We're pulling out. You're not getting no more of our dollars. Nice stores. They got every store you can think of. Every store. Not really. Have you been to the Galleria lately? No, 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 no. Hoover. Think oh. Hoover. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Grocery stores. They got a Sprouts. Yeah. Aldi's coming. Yeah. Publix. Yeah. Whole Foods. Anything, any, that got any store you can think of. No Trader Joe's, though. <laughs> I'm, I'm, let me have that. You can have that. <laughs> you are such a contrarian. I love Trader Joe's, though. <laughs> anyway, but my whole point is Hoover has been fun. We out. We out. Not only are we out, we're pulling our kids out of your school, too. Especially the black ones that you use to make money off of in football. hmm. Because you need them to win games for you. We're pulling them too. Right? Okay. Pulling out of your churches because that's where we're giving you tithe money on Sunday for you to do stuff in your communities. (laughs) Hold on, we pull. We pull everything. We pull everything. Everything. You wanna know why? Because no one's coming into our communities from the outside and replenishing our communities. We're going full throttle into our own communities. But I don't think we're going to do that. I don't think we got it in our. I don't think we got that, it in that us. That seems lofty even for me in the best case. No, I know it's lofty. But that's a real consequence, Gatry. That's something that will hurt who they will feel that one. That will feel that one. And we got enough people like you and I who make good money. Who are or scattered across. Shut up, <laughs> Tommy. we will going to get into you later about that. Okay. But my point is, that's protest. In other words, we're no longer taking the money we earn and putting it into your communities right. by shopping at your stores. We're going to repurpose these dollars. And put it into our own communities. Or different communities. Our own communities okay. build our own communities, right? Right. That's our problem. We don't have communities anymore. True. We got neighborhoods mm-hmm. that you drive through. So <laughs> the phone run anyway, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Yeah. You can that to me. That's protest. That's pro. Now you're hitting them in their pockets. You're not just. You're not just gathering in front of a store that's fine and good that's fine and good but they'll just wait you out True. they'll just wait till you get tired because they got the upper hand but when you take their dollars away Mm. oh they're going to feel it then they're going to feel it then and now when you start having your own communities now you start to take pride in your own communities you start to have your own schools you're educating your own kids now we got businesses now. So now we don't have a now we're starting to address the unemployment problem because now you and I got businesses. Now we can hire people. Can we not? Yeah. Can we not now? Yeah. That, that's, that's just, it just seems extreme to me. Sometimes you got to be an extreme to change things. Gatchery. We've been in this country 400 plus years and here it is 2018. We're still asking for justice. Are you freaking kidding me? We're asking for justice, and we've been in this nation, this country longer than most immigrants who walk in and get justice. I'll wait. We're asking for basic stuff, low-level stuff that we still ain't getting. So you're so we're gonna wait on them to give us something. When are going When are we gonna realize as a race of people that? They're probably not gonna get it to us anytime soon, or at least in our lifetime. So why don't we do something different? What we're doing is insane, Gattrey. And expecting different results. It's insane. We look crazy because we're expecting a different result. Same situation. Same situation that happens year round. Right. You're right. You're right. Year round. So yes, it's extreme. But it's also different. It's extreme to murder a black kid in a mall Mm -hmm. that was innocent, too. Come on. So you want to talk extreme? I got you extreme. I'm here all day. We can talk it. That's just one black guy's idea. That's 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 let that be the 2019 proposed new way of protest. How about we build our own ish for change? But you know, who am I? I'm just a podcast guy. (laughs) Anyway, my prayers are with the Bradford family. I I second that wholeheartedly. And my prayer is for just, I, I pray, I pray for understanding in this situation. I don't know. Maybe I'm just being a realist, but. I'm praying for unity, but I don't know, bro. I don't know, bro. I I think we are going real hard protesting and there's a lot of kickback on from, from other, from other communities. I pray that we can get to a place of understanding where we can operate in harmony with this situation. I'm just believing for the best. Hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't see this ending in the way it's going. I don't see it ending in a favorable way. Naturally speaking. If you do, hey, this is the opportunity for you to speak up. I got nothing here. Mm. What's up, listeners? This is your boy, Ronnie, a.k.a. Gap. Um, listen, we want to thank you for your support. Thank you for tuning in. Um, and just being honest, the sensitivity of the Mantic Bradford situation was really difficult for Walker and I to transition out of. So uh, we went ahead and just added this little blurb here just to kind of <laughs> give us a... You know, uh, somewhat a little break in the action. But anyway, we're going to we're going to go ahead and transition on to uh, what we like to call a lightning round of current events and topics that Walker and I share our viewpoints on. So uh keep it locked. And uh we again, we really appreciate all the support. Thank you. You want to do the lightning round where we run through some topics real quick? I can't. This wait. has been a long time. Um, I think we even talked about it. We actually talked about it. Uh, we may have mentioned it earlier. The Botham um, John case. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Amber Geiger um, we, we upgraded to murder. That. Right. Yeah. So we ain't got to say more about that. Is that justice? Yes. Okay. Good answer. Well, yes. That is justice. That is justice. Good answer. Well, they're actually doing right by the situation, right? Well, there so, you go. yeah. Finally got one win. But, uh, okay. R.I.P. President Bush. Yes, George W. or G.W. or H.W. Herbert Walker. Yeah, George Herbert Walker Bush. Bush, ninety-four years old. That's a life, man. man I'm praying you, for that many years. You're on borrow. You're on borrowed time at that point, are you? Man. So no, he lived a long, long life. Prayer to his family. Yes. Um, not know if you had anything else to add. No, I just. I mean, the, the man served his country. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Um, congratulations to University of Alabama, um SEC Champs. Um Gatry is a those who know him or don't know him, he, he is a uh he is a uh he's a big time Bama fan. So I don't know why he doesn't want to talk about Bama on on the podcast, but you know, congrats to them. Uh, I was almost from the university. We thank you, Mr. Walker. Sure, sure. See how see how civil I'm being right now. I'm being very civil. I've known you for a long time. To be an armor, alum. I know how your setups were. Whatever. I'm moving on because is a lightning round. Um, oh yeah, I got another grievance uh, with you. I got I man. I'm airing out a whole bunch of stuff. What is your issue with UAB? Because I want to congratulate UAB for winning their conference. What's your issue with UAB? I'm I don't have an issue with them winning their conference. So, listeners, he doesn't have an issue with them winning their conference. Right? You're right. Here's what I want you, you, uh, the listeners, I want you to understand about that statement and why it was so crazy. Gatry graduated from UAB, but it's there. Them. You are so full of it. How come? What is where you you will be hard? What is pressed, school spirit? You'll be hard pressed to find a bigger UAB basketball supporter than myself. Are you going to UAB games this year? Absolutely. Okay. Why not football? How many Auburn? Basketball They're having games more. Going to? I'm actually going to the one this upcoming Saturday when they play UAB. Oh. One. Any more questions, Walker? So my question to you is. Why are you so indifferent on UAB football? Because <laughs> obviously that's going to be the most successful program this year. So how come since you who didn't attend a single game, L- let me ask did you? you. No, 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 no. Did you attend a game? Since you want, to, since we keep a score on who attended games, <laughs> the most successful program in the school, you didn't attend a game. <laughs> I did watch some of the Coastal Carolina games. Which was a loss for UAB. But I did watch some of You still didn't answer my question. How many games did I go to? No. What? What's your issue with UAB? I just... Well, football. I'm just you not... I'm not there. I'm just not there with the football yet. Like, I'm not there. Conference champ? What is this... Ha- what, what more do they have it's, to do? It's Conference USA. So? so? So, the winner of Conference USA in football gets a shiny bid to the Boca Raton Bowl. Is, is that is that what you fought so hard for against Watts? For the Boca? Boca Bowl? It's just like, I mean, it, it. it's cool, but it's just really not that important in the grand scheme of things. You are the absolute worst. Can I ask you a question? Sure. How many minor games have you been to? Minor games? <laughs> it Since might I know. graduate? <laughs> just one. Okay. So, how are you different than me? Because I actually go and support my school after I've graduated my college school. Oh, so this is only about universities. I'm just talking... I'm talking school spirit. This is the school you got your degree from. They're back. They are a walking, living, breathing 30 for 30. That is an amazing story about this program. And in year two... Did they go 500 last year? Did they win 500 games last year? Did they win 500 games? Did they go 6 for 6, 6 and 6 last year? No, they had a better record than that. So you mean to tell me their year the first year back, they didn't even have a losing record. No, no, Clark had a Clark had a winning record last year. And then they win the conference the second year after being That is cool. non-existent? That is cool. What else you got, man? do you have any topics you want to bring up? I'm done talking to you. I'm talking to you. I'm, I'm done talking to you. You are you are terrible. You are awful. Goodness. Deontay Wilder, did you did you care oh, about this my fight? Oh goodness. And I I cared. I didn't watch it, of course. I'm not care. gonna pay for that. I'm not paying for it. I don't like I don't like boxing. It, at all. I like it. Okay. I loved it during the years when you had the Holyfields and the Tysons and those, those fighters. But once I saw just how political and how money hungry, the sport is and how shady the sport is, it turns me off from giving them my money. I'm going to say this one, this is lightning round. So I'm going to say this one thing about Deontay Wilder and we're going to move on. I love what he does for the state. I love that. I love the presence he has. Um, but this man is brilliant, okay? Because from a technique standpoint, we all know he can't technically box. He's like, an athlete, right? Right. He's an athlete, but he, from a business standpoint, is a genius. He only books fights against people he knows. He's well. He he had a draw against his Tyson Mayweather, Fury guy. huh? Mayweather. Yeah, but still, like, and he he has to tote this record of being undefeated with all these knockouts, but. You essentially get to hand pick who you want to fight, and it just and there because because I talked to some of my homeboys in a in a group me or whatever about it. And again, I'm not in boxing either, so what usually whatever they tell me because we got two guys in there in particular. They know I'm talking about them too because boxing, boxing enthusiasts, they're enthusiasts, right? So I get all my intel from them. But there's just one guy I can't remember his name, but they were like, "This guy will touch Deontay." You know what I'm saying? And Deontay, I've heard some names thrown out there, and I—I I he's not going to fight these guys, <laughs> you know. So, so let me ask you this: so let me ask, so I'm asking them through you. You can't really give Deontay Wilder the respect as long as he's dodging these names out there that they know will put hands on him. Correct. But I give him. I tip my hat to him from a business standpoint because. He's making tons of tons of money beating people. I agree with you. I agree with you. I, think I, that's I agree with your boys. They're absolutely right. Yeah. If there if there are fights out there that you you we know you're avoiding because of the obvious, then you're just a placeholder. You're right, right. But a placeholder that I'm going to allow because he's representing. Alabama. You're holding someone else's belt for them. Yeah, you're holding it. Uh, no, he still earned it. I mean, he still... no. I'm not saying he didn't. I'm just saying. Is it really yours? If you haven't fought the best fighters out there, I'm not one to say. Okay, but fair enough. Uh, congrats on the draw. <laughs> and still, you're right there, you go. I got you. Go. you. There I got you. Go. All right. Um, you had anything else in lightning round? No, that's... I went through a series of. I'm ready for segments. I thought I did. Oh, oh. I did have something. Was this more, um, more shots you're going to take? No, not it. at okay. you. No, not at you. Okay, not good. at you. I think I've aired out most of my grievances. Because I'm, I'm, I'm stitching up over here. Um, let's see. So, Kansas City cut ties with a certain player of theirs. We're going to talk about Kareem. I'll light and round. Let's be quick. He gets into an altercation in February of this year. Okay. We don't we don't hear anything about it until the playoffs really start to take shape. Mm. Bill Belichick line one. <laughs> you blaming this on Bill? Bill doesn't. I, I Bill Bill Belichick doesn't strike me as someone well, his, who has TMZ's number. It's not physically him, but he's the his, his people. He's the puppet master. He, his, he, his people, yeah. yeah, it's 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 somewhere out of the New England area. It's just it's just so it's just so. so Tom randy. made a call. Somebody. What did. are the Patriots doing this year? That's the thing. Like, I mean, Belichick knows he doesn't want any smoke, any playoff smoke from the Chiefs. Not the way that their their staff not. now. They beat the Chiefs in the regular season, so maybe so, maybe. It's, so maybe wasn't so it. what do you mean? You, you so what is what did Belichick do allegedly? I just this is my conspiracy theory side talking but i just oh that's what that is <laughs> i just feel like somebody that could or could not be linked to him maybe knew about this and said now's the time to get all this to leak here you go tmz did we really send you this email with this attachment in it oh sorry wrong attachment okay it's an um, un- it's unfortunate situation i i um I feel for the woman involved. I, I, I've heard stories about the arrangement they had with this woman. Regardless of that, I don't think you treat a human that that way. If it didn't go the way you want it to go, whatever. I mean, oh, just, I don't just need at, to know all of that. Do we need to go into that no. or like, Okay. Well, you, you can't you can't do that to a woman. I'm sorry. You you just cannot put hands on her yeah, like he did. Well, here's the deal. Here's the deal. If you're an athlete, you're a professional athlete. Number one, you gotta realize, I, you gotta, re- you, you really, you've been taught this as a kid. Say no to drugs Oof, and alcohol, right? Right. Mm-mm. No, and I think and I misqu I may misquote him. I'm a paraphrase him, but I think Malcolm X said it best. He says, "They will give you the alcohol and then arrest you for being drunk." Oof. Right. Right. Man. So, in other words. In other words, stay away from any type of behavior, because here's the deal. you got to ask yourself, in most situations, you're going to always be the person with the most to lose. True. Yeah. So you got to stay away from certain environments, certain people, and certain activities that's going to put you in a position where you will lose. Right. And you got to, I mean, you may, you may come off being a square, but listen you'll save yourself from these moments. <laughs> Seriously. Because I'm I refuse to believe he was in his right mind when that happened. No, he was under the influence of something. He was under something. the influence of yeah, something. Right. So you gotta stay away from that stuff. Right. You gotta stay away from that stuff. No, and I agree, you shouldn't under any and then again in your right mind. Because even he sat down and was talking doing the interview, he made he was he could articulate himself. Right. He right. made like, you can tell he you can tell uh he his mom was active in his life, mm. brought him up. You can tell. Yeah. You're just a different person when you're in different. Em- that's just the law of environment. Yeah, that's Your environment anybody. Will change you before you change it. Right. So put yourself in environments where you're not vulnerable to situations where you lose. Right. Simple put. Can I um, can I wrap this up? At least the Kareem hunt with some uh, savagery. Take it away. He and Ray Rice wore the same number. Dude, did you see the meme? No go ahead. Uh, that, that's it. I mean if if I have to say anything else after that. Dude, that was a meme. They did the step brothers? No. With uh, with, with Ray Rice and Kareem. I, Black Twitter if you're listening. Black Twitter is still. Y'all y'all gotta chill. St- no. Y'all gotta chill a little bit. No, they don't know this, how. They only have is, one gear. They only have good, but y'all gotta chill. They only have one gear. Oh my goodness. And it's turnt That's the gear still undefeated Good night. you're not beating them ever all right man let's get to it let's get let's let's wrap it up this was a long show it was uh let's get to the shout outs you want me to go first sure my shout out goes to one Freddie figures okay who is love that, that name Freddie figures yeah Freddie figures is a twenty let's see how old this story is no it's this year okay. He is a 29-year-old. He is the founder and CEO of Figures Wireless, a telecommunications uh, firm valued at over $62.3 million that you may have never heard of. Here's what's so awesome about this guy's story is that he was abandoned as an infant in a dumpster at birth and was adopted when he was just two days old. That's... Started from the bottom, Freddie. You got my respect already. Uh, got his first computer when he was nine years old. Quickly fell in love with it. That's why it's important that we find out these kids' gifts, likes, and nurture it. He got his first job at the age of twelve as a computer technician, and by age fifteen, he had already started his own cloud computing services company. Come on, Fred. At fifteen, make note of that. Make sure you make sure our babies. Have businesses as teenagers, not getting jobs. You're creating jobs. Yeah, that's the goal. That's the model. So I just wanted to shout out Freddie Figures. It's a whole Gosh. article about him. Talks about his whole story on uh, the um, it Talks about him being abandoned in a dumpster, and now he's just doing it big. Spell his last name so our listeners can research this guy. Freddie. That's with an I E. F I G G. Oh Jesus! Replace the N with an F. Gotcha. That's how I spelled it. There but okay, cool, yeah. cool. Yeah, an amazing story, man. Amazing story. He's my shout out. Uh, black excellence and Black history. Wow. Yeah, man. Um, my shout out is more of an inspirational. He doesn't have a story nearly, or I haven't been exposed to his story if he's got one. Um, but it's a gentleman by the name of Mike Muse. Okay. Have you heard of him? No. So I, I'm an avid listener of uh, Sway in the Morning on Shape45 XM radio. Um not many days go by. I don't, if I don't catch it live, I'll catch like a I'll catch like a replay. Um but Mike Muse is a cornerstone of this show and he provides what's called uh, a political news usually you'll find it on Wednesday morning. Um but this 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 is a guy who is uh educated uh from the University of Michigan actually uh he reps his Wolverines like crazy But uh, communications, I believe, but this guy, this guy had had a dream and a goal of kind of retooling the way news in a political sense was uh, brandished or distributed to millennials. So he's very direct. He's he's got he's got a very interesting way of. Producing a lot of this political news that he gets his hands on, and I find it to be very impactful. Um, but okay. I look forward to hearing this man's segments uh, every Wednesday, and he'll be on there some other days of the week. But um, since, oh, so he's currently doing this now. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, he's still on there. Okay. Um, yeah, I did say sway in the morning, but yeah, um, he's on there. I, I'm following him on just about every social media platform that I subscribe to now. Okay. And uh, I just love the movement that this guy has. And he was recognized in DC several weeks ago uh, for some, so it, it was, it was, an, it was an event that Google I think sponsored and Google's, a, Google pretty much endorses him. So that hmm. that just shows you the kind of platform he has, but it was um it was, it was journalism type type of award. But one of the things he said was like how touched he was when he received this. And, uh, he drew an illustration of as he was walking from the table up to the stage to get his award, he looked around and he saw people that he had reached out to during, during different points in his career who laughed in his face about Hmm. how the way he wanted to go about presenting political information. So I remember him saying like, as I was walking to the stage, seeing these people, it confirmed that, not only should you just relentlessly pursue your dreams, but don't let anybody try to take them away from you, if, you know, if you do. Um, mm-hmm. So anyway, he's, he's, he's very influential to me just because um, again, I just, I love his story, but I, I love how passionate he is about politics. And I love his delivery. Like from a communication standpoint, it's just, I don't know. It's just refreshing. But anyway, he's my shout out. Um, Mike Muse, man, uh, don't know if you'll ever listen to this or not, but I, I appreciate everything you do, and you are—you're definitely my shout out, but you're also an inspiration to me. So, yeah, dope. Yeah, dope, dope, dope. You'd like him, Walker. I think I check him out. Cool. Yeah, I definitely check him out. Um, you want to get into the foolery player of the week segment? Um yes. I know there's one listener in particular that shared with me recently that he looks forward to this this part of the podcast. So. Um, thanks for sticking around for this. Uh um, yeah, this was a long one today. Yeah, this is a long one. It's, we, all good. It's, it's all good. That's what happens when we go well, we longer miss. than normal. Yes. Now yes. we gotta fit all these 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 <laughs> stories in. So right. typically uh-huh. we'll go back down to, to, to being, you know, not as long. Walker, I, I know I know you've publicly expressed, you're not crazy about the Kaepernick press. Uh you know, you're just <laughs> you have a let dead dogs lie mentality when it comes to Kaepernick. Um, but I'm gonna go there if that's okay. Not him per se. Not him, but just right. just a collusion or whatever the 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 powers that are denying him entry reentry to the NFL. Word. Um, and my player of the week um happens to be a an NFL team in Washington D.C. Who I refuse to say their mascot name because. I've gotten more appreciation of just how derogatory that term is. As a squad, label, and MF and crew. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So, um, the the Redskins this week had an opportunity. uh, After having two quarterbacks break their legs this season, um, they had an opportunity to bring Kaepernick in to work him out, just kind of evaluate where he was. Um of course as we all know the Redskins decline this opportunity um citing that uh we're concerned about uh his his readiness and his uh pro football playing shape so you know on the surface it's like okay well those are valid reasons right mm-hmm. so what do the Redskins do walker I'm glad you asked <laughs> they go and find Mr. Butt fumble himself Mark Sanchez <laughs> and they say all right we're two quarterbacks down but we're gonna go with this guy right right Mr. Butt Fumble if I if I can say again um who they believe they've got way more confidence in than Mr. Kaepernick uh, but not only that because yeah, you know, I mean because you know he's been to a Super Bowl and won some conference championships Sanchez? right yeah Dude, he's a Madden legend oh jeez." <laughs> So, um, so it gets, it gets a little thicker, right? So mm-hmm. they, the Redskins, you know, they, 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 there's, there's two, they are two quarterbacks down. So, I mean, you essentially need two more. So they get Sanchez and they get this kid, Josh Johnson, who happens to be a black quarterback. Um, you want to know when the last pass was that he threw in the NFL? Do you want to know? Or do you want me to just tell you? Please tell me. It was about three years ago. Wow. Oh, what a coincidence. But he's Black Walker, so that's good enough, right? Oh yeah, okay. You know? Yeah, that was optics. I see what they did there. That's who they did there. That was Wa- nice. Washington Redskins. I I know I'm a consultant to you and you listen to me a lot and you take you take a lot of value in the words that I They're say. they are listening right now actually. Yeah, I know they are. Listen to me when I say this, and I should have said this earlier, but y'all come y'all come off a lot more credible if you would just be freaking honest. <laughs> like I just want these teams to be like, we don't want all that comes with Kaepernick. Just say it. That's fine, but don't dance around his his uh readiness to to play at a high level. This this dude this dude is gonna give you more quality snaps than Mark Sanchez ever will. You know that. I know that. Even Walker knows that. I didn't mean to demean you there, but you know what I mean. But it's just like just just keep it real. Or as Chance the Rapper likes to say, keep it a thou-wow. <laughs> that too. So I'm not going to spend a lot of time here because I just hate what they're doing to cap, but um, in pure sporting fashion, Washington NFL football franchise, you are my player of the week. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't have anything else to add to that. I was, it is, I was hoping you didn't. Um, it's despicable, Walker. It is what it is. I mean, it's... it's Again, again, we've seen that movie before. But, all right, we've seen this movie before, too. My Player of the Week goes out to the entire state of Mississippi. Here we go. Well, not the entire state. Not the entire state, because, yes, there are people in the state of Mississippi that got it right. Right? They did their part. The, The minority. The minorities. And that's the term I'm using with double meaning. Or duality, I should say. What year is this gap? For the next couple of weeks is twenty eighteen. So it's about to be twenty nineteen. We're on the bleeding edge of twenty nineteen. Okay. I talked about this lady briefly in the past, right? Right. Cindy Hyde Smith, <laughs> right? We know the type of event she would drop everything to go to attend and be front row for, right? Okay. You would think. You would think. You would think. You know, you asked me a few weeks back, "Do I but my faith in people?" (laughs) Right? Okay. My faith in people hasn't dwindled. But it's these little moments like this that makes me waver. Is that fair? That's fair. Okay. You would think that people would think just, you know, human decency. If a person is willing. What is that? I know, right? Foreign concept these days. You would think that people would look at something and would say to themselves, you know what? I don't think that person should be a senator. Okay. Right. I don't think so. Especially not only so much what they said; it's just how they handled it afterwards. Right. 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 She just went flat out dark. Right. (laughs) You see the interview that she did where she just kept repeating the same thing over and over. Yes. Priceless. If ever I, whenever I need a laugh,
1: page out of Trump's book.
0: Pull out. That interview gotcha. is hilarious. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> Yet, the majority of people in the state of Mississippi went out and voted this woman. Now, here's the thing, Gat. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Oh boy. Oh boy. Here we come with the race card again. Yeah, Walker's playing the race card. Re- reason why Walker's playing the race card, I think you know the answer to this, Gattrey. I, I believe I do. Because what she said was racist. <laughs> There's no other card to play, really. Really? I mean, you forced my hand. When you play the spades, you got to empty out the spades. What do we know. have now, right? Yeah. When you play a spade, I can't play hearts. Right, you can't if it's all you got. You can't if that's all you got. But if I got some spades in my hand, you're gonna drop. You're them. making me play the hand, right. right? She brought this on herself, right? So let's talk about it. Right. Let's talk about it. Okay. If I'm running for political office, and I say something that's incredibly offensive to women. And I don't express my sincere heart about how wrong that was. Even if you know me, Gat, does that make you question? Does that forces you to reevaluate me as being a leader? No question. No question, right? Right. Because this is now a character issue. Sure. At this point, right? You may even know that I may have qualifications, but there's an obvious blip in my character. Right. Now, now I'm seeing who you really are. Now you've seen who I really am and when it comes to the tough decisions, those backdoor agreements, right, that no one else sees, is he can I trust this guy to make good decisions if his character is showing like this? Mm. Right? Right. Even though you know me, you're gonna have some doubts about me because my my, my flies open. Right. From a character standpoint. And yeah. It's enough for me to call you out on, yeah, for sure. Absolutely, you got You want questions? You know me enough. You're gonna call me and say, "Hey, you can you need to tell me something?" Right. right, right. You're gonna hold me accountable. Just like me in the whoopee cushion. <laughs> you're gonna intervene. It's like it's the same energy. But yeah, yes. I'm with you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so the fact that that people still voted her after this. Clear character concerns, right? Clear character concerns. You didn't even... You gave a whack apology. If this offended people, <laughs> if, <laughs> if, if it did, then I apologize. Right? Right. Okay. Just, All right. That is awful. All right, Cindy. All right, Cindy. We see what playbook you're running. right? So my question to those who voted her in is, you overlook her character Why Was it because of who she was running against maybe That was a factor Oh right. okay What was so different about him hmm. He didn't really see, bind to the Cause, Here's my thing Gat Here's my thing If you don't want to vote for him then don't vote You can withhold your vote You can vote for You can withhold your vote If you don't want to vote for him Yeah that's what some people did that's what some people did with Doug Jones oh oh really you remember that okay they didn't even vote Roy Moore (laughs) touche Walker (laughs) yeah okay all right you didn't have to vote for her how come you couldn't vote for him now I drove my wife. My wife started a new job about a month or so ago. Okay. I drove her, I think it was Thomasville, Alabama. Oh. Very rural part of Alabama. Sounds like it. Yes. I don't even know where it is. The nearest city. I knew you was going to ask that. The nearest city. The nearest city (laughs) is Selma. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So, you're black belt. 60 miles away. Okay. Hmm. So that's how I rule this. But surprisingly, Thomasville wasn't as bad as I thought. Is is that not Black Belt? Uh, man. Al- Alabama has a Black Belt region that's low poverty, low economics. That's that's yeah yeah, is, yeah. okay. Especially especially the towns you drive through, right. and that's what I was about to get to. Okay, At, on our way to Thomasville, we're driving through the Black Belt area. Okay, gotcha. right, gotcha. There are signs up. This is this is like a, a week after the major midterm elections right still signs up because you know people still had their campaign signs We passed by the mall by mall I mean Walmart <laughs> okay you are so wrong so because you can tell this is just a major place where everybody goes right right so big sign out there two words. Vote Republican. That's it. It didn't say who to vote for. Right, it didn't say policy. Put a straight ballot. It didn't in. say what. Just vote yes. You don't even have to go through and check to just check. You got one check Republican. Right. Right. Done. Right. Now I've seen some signs too that says vote Democrat in some parts of this of, of our state. Surprisingly, right okay. Jefferson County. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Sure. So. I, there are people out there that just vote a party. It's tribal, right? Yeah. yeah, Right? Yeah. I'm an Auburn fan. I'm an Auburn alum, right? So, even though I'm not incredibly excited about my coach, <laughs> I still don the orange and blue because that's my squad. Right. I think that's the approach a lot of people take to politics. Uh-huh. But okay. because this is a racial thing, you, you about thing, to answer my question. Yeah, <laughs> I just think some people just don't want to deal with a black senator in Mississippi. They may never admit it. You'll never know, but deep down yeah. in that little not not blood ready. pumping heart of yours, not ready for that quite. You yet. ain't ready for that, right? You ain't ready for that. So instead of being, you don't have to be. You you can you don't have to vote democrat to be progressive but you got to look at the state mississippi is nearly last in major categories education economically like it's it it needs a change so you're going to continue to vote (laughs) i'm fine being the bottom feeder as long as that guy's not in here that yeah that's that's some skewed thinking right there for a party and because you can't handle a certain person in leadership. A party who, in this state, really hasn't done anything for you. Nothing. Except for ensure that you'll remain at the bottom. And help you feel that you're superior than that guy running. Man, come on, Walker. Give me a break, Mississippi. Enjoy being the bottom feeder yet again. <laughs> you're my player of the league. Jeez. And my, my, my heart goes out to those who try to do the right thing Gee, you, I mean, and vote against the bigotry. Yeah, you got, you got to be, you got to be a low person to, to really, <laughs> you got to be, you got to be really low to deal with those thoughts and say, yeah, screw the future, screw my kids and grandkids. Just don't make sure he's not in here. Anybody but him. Every not everybody, but everybody registered to vote is entitled to their own vote. Sure. Sure. It's just sad what certain people decide to do with them. That's the disgusting part. Now, how do you think Mississippi's gonna be the next five years? How they was the past five years. <laughs> God bless America. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you got anything else, man? Nah, I'm good, Walker. Good. Well, that's, guys, that's despicable, man. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, we'll work on uh not taking long hiatuses like that. Just you know, whatever Gatry decides he wants to uh do this again, we'll be back. Um, hopefully, y'all still rock with us, and um, you know, you won't have you won't have deserted us. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I'll tell you that much. How are much? you done? Is the question. Are you done? <laughs> 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 I'm battered and
1: bruised, man. Coach, Coach Gat!
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyways, anyways. Um, well, guys, thank you for listening. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Have a blessed week. This is what we record this in the middle of the week. So have a great weekend and we will be back. And uh, yeah, this is the tip of point podcast.